advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose this meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Cold ass bubbly. That shit is like the bubbly. I'm bubbly sickle. That shit's cold as fuck. Jealous of your bubbly. Man, Bracken's bust <clears throat> balls. Go for it. Get it. No. no? He don't want to walk Brad? up and down them stairs. <clears throat> no, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Those stairs are pretty. The stairs are rough, dude. I've thought about like. There's been a couple times where I was like, man, I just go down these a couple times just for exercise. And I was like, man, I can just do stadiums right here. They're or something. so steep, dude. They are steep, but it's like yeah. it was dangerous going up till we had Jeremy Pepperdick. Um, he put the yeah. the facing on the front, so yeah. it's a little safer going up now. But that's where everyone would have the trouble. Everyone made it down, but they're always like, "God, this is treacherous." You should make yeah. these like, like what yeah. are you going to do? You can't make them any like they're hundred I mean, years you could, old. You, you could expand them out a little bit. Yeah, you can make them. This but whole that would, staircase you'd have to rebuild longer, the whole thing. So you have to rebuild work. the whole goddamn staircase, yeah. and then you would hit your head. Like it would change the height of where that. Oh, that's true. Is. I already have to duck to get under. Yeah, that it would clearance. change the height of where yeah. the clearances or something mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't do it. You'd have to like shimmy down. It would have to be a slide. And you don't want to change it anyway. That's part of the magic of yeah. the Fight Club Studios is that fucking shitty ass staircase. Those stairs are old. Those are stairs over a hundred years old. Yeah, I'm sure. Fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. But they're steep as fuck. But yeah, everyone yeah. everyone makes it down. And going back up, it was because there was no facing and the <clears throat> tripping front of up. their foot would go in there and trip. I fucking tripped a couple times. Tripping up. Yep, hit my fucking shin. That's the worst. Can you hit your fucking shin? Only worse than hitting your, sh- I don't know, shin. Mm, what do you think? Catching shin. your pinky toe on some shit. Uh, shin. Catch your toe. Shin. For me, shin it's toe is shin. worse than shin for me. Dude, dude. one shin. time when I worked at PetSmart, I was carrying. Like you ever kicked a? You ever kicked a hitch, Dave, with your I, shin? That's a fucking oh, exactly fuck. what my story you just interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked the fuck out of that hitch, dude. It made a ping noise. It was yeah. a. I got a dent in my shin. Like, that's how hard it fucked. The lady knew too, because uh, she was like fucking horse trailer lady, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I was throwing fucking horse feet and I hit that hitch, and she was like, "Oh, honey." Oh, honey. <laughs> it was like almost tears in my eyes, you know. I was like fucking seventeen. Let and it I was out. Just like, Let it out. I'm good. It's all right. I'm good. And it actually, that so might bad. actually like in the the studio where the dojo where I studied karate, like one of our biggest techniques was constantly doing shin click shin kicks and shin blocks right like you can if you rub your finger down my shin you feel how fucking deformed my yeah. shins are i think i'm just dead. Nah, nah. I, think, I think my shin because nah. if i hit my shins we'll it doesn't hurt get, get, uh, yeah i don't think so no i just don't think so dude i've had pedals i've had platform aluminum platform pedals from bikes break on my shins you know what i mean and i still if i kick a hitch oh my god that fucking dude. hurts that Me fucking and, pinky toe, dude. That's rough. Fuck. It'll just break. It'll just break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably, we've all broke our No, I've snapped off my pinky toe. Yeah. I, it don't even work no more. You know what was worse than that hitch, though? <laughs> worse than the hitch. Me and Jimmy were rolling like one a time. Five, a five-legged dog. Yeah. 
me and Jimmy hit shins, and I don't remember how the fuck it happened exactly, but we were rolling, and we fucking hit shins, dude, and it burned like fucking hellfire for like minutes, dude. Fucking minutes. Yeah, that's it didn't go away. I was like, it still hurts, dude. It still hurts. I was like, what the fuck? Did I break it or something? Like, it wasn't going away. Normally, it's like 30 seconds where you're like, god damn, but it just kept going, and then like weeks later, I started to get fluid under my shin, and my son was like, oh, what's man. that thing on your leg, dad? He saved me twice. He found that fucking shit and he found the, the the fucking black freckle on my fucking arm that they cut out, cut that giant hole in me. But I was like, I don't know. That does look weird on my shin. I started pushing. I was like, oh, fuck. That's like, that must be where me and Jimmy hit shins. And I went to the doctor scared as fuck because it looked weird. It looked like I had like a goose egg, half right. of a goose egg under my shin. And they were like, yeah, it's just full of fluid. And I was like, well, drain when it. did my shin become a female goose and get fucked? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were like, no, you don't have to get fucked to have an egg. It wasn't fertilized. There was no rooster in there. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Come on, Dave. Get it right, bro. I don't know my goose. Apologize I don't know me. my goose fucking. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Quit the show now. That kind of <laughs> goose knowledge. <laughs> so, but the doctor's like, nah, don't worry about it. I was like, fuck that. Drain it. And he's like, nah, we don't need to drain it because we're going to risk infection if we put a needle in there. Like, it'll just dissipate or it'll harden. I was like, I do not want that shit hard on my leg. Mm. Like, fucking, mm. you, if you don't do it, I'm going to hard freight. That's exactly what I, I will yeah. get a fucking exacto knife. He's like, whoa. And I was like, I'm telling you right now, it drives me crazy. You're going, you're getting a bit extreme there. Yeah. I was like, you drain that thing or I will. And I'll be back here with an infection because I'm using exacto knife. Right. And And I'm I'm going to Harbor Freight. It won't even be exacto brand. It'll just be a zacto knife. That shit shit ain't even real stainless. It's going to have rust on it. Central pneumatic China fucking blade. After I, after I cut, after I cut this lump, the blade's going to get rusted. Yeah. But so he's like, okay, nurse, get 50, 50 cc syringe. Go get me this shit. And she comes back in. And he fucking pulled that shit out, and it was the craziest looking golden clear. Like it looked like one of these whiskeys. Like it, it was crazy. The color of it was crystal clear. I thought it was gonna be like milky or bloody or something. It looked like beer or something. It was fucking weird. Crystal clear. I did not expect yeah. that. I don't like anything about this story. I think we could have done without that whole tale. Well, pff, we could have definitely done without your poor goose knowledge. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. That was rough. Well, yeah. You I should think be we're both equally embarrassed. I think you're, yeah, I think yeah. your career might be over. Yeah. That one. That I don't teach goose biology. Uh, laid a real goose egg on that one. Yeah. You know what would be good on a goose egg? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but the fact that I had a mouthful of bubbly, I was like, it was dangerous. El Yucateco hot sauce. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's delicious on all your goose egg applications. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't get a goose. I heard duck eggs are good. They're just probably just bigger, though, right? Geese are eggs. fucking maniacal, dude. Don't get a goose. No, geese are mean. A duck, though. Bastard. Matthew D. Adams said there's some kind of Mexican duck that don't quack. I want one of those. Just Special wow, duck. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> it doesn't make a noise at all. Like, it doesn't have vocal cords, so it just fucking oh, run around really? with the chickens. It could be a joke. It's the loudest chicken ever, but it doesn't mature for six months. Duck. I'm offended at yeah. Matthew D. Adams' knowledge about uh, Mexican ducks. He has chickens. He has a bunch of chickens. That yeah. doesn't mean he knows anything about Mexican quacking ducks. I think he had one. I don't remember what it's called. They'll probably chime in on the live feed and tell us what it's called. Probably. That's the big thing with a duck. You don't want that motherfucker screaming in the backyard. My no. chickens are really quiet. Sometimes they get a little fussy, but. Well, when I went to college, like the dorms, there were a bunch of ducks and geese that lived in these fountains and ponds, like where all the dorms were. And uh, 
the people would go out and feed the ducks and whatever. The ducks were always really fucking mellow. The geese that lived there, they would just fucking attack you. Yeah. You'd just so be walking down dorms yeah. and this goose would be coming up, fucking making noises, trying to bite you, buffeting you with his big ass fucking little nasty evil bastards. Yeah. Fuck that, those geese. That's like walking through Compton with Jordan's on. You can't be walking through no <laughs> exactly. goose pond with bread. No, <laughs> no, okay. not even you don't even eat bread. People would you would just occasionally be at the dorms and you would just watch someone running and screaming and they would like drop their books because the goose was fucking them up. <laughs> And they would just have to run for it. it Give me them shoes, bitch. <laughs> I think the geese were fucking chasing people down and then selling their books back at the bookstore. God, it's so crazy. People got killed for shoes. Yeah. Terrible. But get El Yucateco. El Yucateco. El Yucateco. Put it on your El Yucateco. There and you go. Put nice, it in your mouth. nice recovery. Thank you. Um, and as always, we are a member of the Podbelly Podcast Network. If you want to find some really cool shows, some good content, some educational information, go to podbelly.com and you will find um, all of what I just said. <laughs> so um, our topic today, um, we were actually going to, we, we all got kind of, men. I know Brent and I got Mandela affected on this and I even saw some people online that were, the fact that we're doing Kellogg's because it seems like we've already done I think Colonel Sanders is so close, like old dude, white suit, time period, and I know something I, business. I think what happened is, and I might be totally wrong, there was an episode where we talked about the Kellogg, where we talked about W.K. Kellogg, the founder of the Kellogg's company. And, and, and I also, think it was, I think it was the Henry Ford episode. Or maybe. Because yeah. Henry Ford and W.K. Kellogg were at the same exact time in the same small state, only a couple hours from each other. And they were both fathers of modern factories. They were both kind of what put Michigan on the map um it's another and they success were story in industry from that era They're in the same all, yeah. area the same era they knew each other and i think we ended up talking about kellogg but also you picked this topic pre-covid and we were about to do it and then it was like oh positive positive fuck right. we're all fucked and then right. we stopped and i think i had already watched some shit on it so it felt yeah. like you already researched and I, was like, Man, I know i did this before because why, why would i know that i already know this and that's for the record a, that's impossible yeah <laughs> you forgetting <laughs> something and for the record, we're not really going to be talking about the Kellogg's company. Like I was even like doing like my typical, every time we do a corporation or a company, I just start like, you know, doing Google searches for ways that they've fucked up and horrible things they've done and human rights violations and all this fucking shit. And like, it just, there just wasn't like, it just wasn't with Kellogg's. Like everything was like big lawsuits because pop tarts have sugar in them and shit right. like and i'm like that's not a thing but so so i grew up in battle creek michigan which is the home of kellogg's cereal city um and post is there general mills is there purina is there making dog food and kellogg's is there and i mean the community college is named after wk kellogg who ran the kellogg company uh like he endowed the hospitals there i think he endowed the college like the entire town is like you worship at the feet of W.K. Kellogg and he could do no wrong. And he created the factory, which was the lifeblood of the city for years and years. I know at some point they moved most of the factory manufacturing to Mexico or some shit. But um, he's like the Detroit Caesar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You grew up and he was the fucking guy. And you, there was a sanitarium. There were actually two sanitariums. There was a sanitarium, which was the sanitarium that that uh, Post ended up opening, um, ripping off Kellogg's ideas. And in, in I his might entirety, yeah. I might be wrong, but I think because there, there's a place that everyone just refers to as the San, which is like a mental institution in Battle Creek, and I think that was Post's sanitarium. 
because the Kellogg Sanitarium is now one of the three federal buildings in the United States, and the fucking Air Force is there, the fucking Dude, FBI is there. Pushing a Metallica like button in my brain, it's all happening. Sanitarium, sanitarium, sanitarium. Right. All I can do is Metallica. So, like the Metallica. federal center that got bombed in Oklahoma City, that was like one of the federal centers. There's only a handful of them, and one of them is in Battle Creek, and it's and it's a beautiful building. Um, but you, I always just assumed that was W.K. Kellogg, and it wasn't. It was his brother. And for the record. W.K. Kellogg seems like he was a pretty stand-up guy who cared about his workers and cared about people and wanted to fucking help poor babies live longer and all this stuff. And his brother was a fucking nut job, <laughs> mad scientist, who was largely responsible for W.K. Kellogg's success. And I say this because I was really blown away doing this research because I had never heard any of it growing up in Battle Creek. All you heard was W.K. Kellogg was the savior, and you never even fucking heard about his brother. Because he was cool to a point, so he started clipping clits. Like, that motherfucker was, like, he, he was smart about a lot of things. Like, yeah, there was, he was a lot of real stuff, and then he, then he was, oh, he's racist. and he's Racist and just did doing horrible, crazy horrible shit. shit. Yeah. Never, I like, did he ever fucking, like, he didn't masturbate, never had sex, swears he died a virgin from a couple of sources i saw wouldn't be surprised and then he got married and then they had separate bedrooms and shit yep. and he was like he thought masturbation was gonna make you go blind just all that fucking <laughs> yeah all this shit. Really <laughs> that was yeah. kind of like uh that was a thing though like for you know church they would they would tell you yeah, masturbation would, just, would make you go blind and fuck right. it to another shit. level though bro just wait like and then and the thing is i was dick so I started, I researched the crazy brother first, and then I researched WK second, even though I'm going to talk about him first. Um, That's what I did, too. And I was like, well, this is kind of fucking crazy. And right. I was like, That's a serial. And then I was like, oh, this is not the serial guy. Right. the problem. So I kept waiting to turn my lens on WK Kellogg and find out that he was just fucking crazy as his brother was, because how couldn't you be? You're both born in the same family. You're both raised uh, at the same church in the same area. And a lot of it was was a religious thing that made his brother crazy. But the fact of the matter was his brother was kind of raised and mentored by a completely different family that were wackadoos. So I think his brother got all of the wackadoo from this other family, the family called the Whites, uh, which proves never trust the Whites. Yeah. Never I said it. Yeah, he did. I said it. The family, um, not the... Not yeah, 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 yeah. The family, yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I think that his brother went crazy because of his religious indoctrination at a level that none of the other Kellogg's went through. But um, so just talking about uh, W.K. Kellogg. So obviously they founded the Kellogg Cereal Company. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing they're popular worldwide. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. know I don't know. Hospitals and did all kinds of like yeah, all, work all, worldwide. All but. kinds of places. And I know that. Well, like, the, they, the college that he founded in, in Oxford yeah. Is that in England? Is that like yes. the overseas yep, one? Okay. Part, yeah. That's so the Kellogg, Kellogg College in Oxford. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty impressive. Cereal, like cereal wise, are they everywhere? It says uh, manufactured huh. in 18 countries and marketed in more, uh, manufactured in 18 countries and marketed in more than 180 countries. Oh, damn. Yeah. So they're everywhere. I just have a feel, I have a feeling in my, in my bones that the American cereal aisle looks is, different. 
looks different well, than that, every other fucking cereal. Yeah. Aisle, dude. Let's see Our here. Our shit is ridiculous, dude. Nah, man, we got the best cereal aisle, though. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, dude, I, even I when you disagree. talk to people about things like Oreos, there's like, yeah, we got Oreos. It's like, you don't got Oreos like us. We got a <laughs> foot by eight <laughs> foot of like pumpkin spice, mint <laughs> yeah. chip, fucking yeah. lemon, like weird ass shit. Lemon Oreos. Du- yeah, double jam, stuffed, dude. fucking thin crisp. Then there's like bags of weird little mini Oreos. There's so much weird Oreo shit. And our cereal has gotten ridiculous. Like there's like nerds cereal. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, a there's if you a don't know what nerds are. That's a fucking candy, like a sugar candy, and there's cereal for it now. <laughs> there's an article that says how cereal became the quintessential American breakfast. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's because of the Kellogg's. <laughs> yeah. Like American breakfast, like I always see photos of like the UK like traditional English breakfast. Um, <laughs> which is like sausage and baked beans and like uh, roasted tomatoes and toast, and it looks pretty fucking good, to be honest. Dude, I've typed but, in, I've typed in, uh, like China, Australia, like all these different Canada cereal aisle, and the only thing that comes up are American cereal aisles, right? Like they're or like, like Weetabix, like big thick ass block of Weetabix, <laughs> Weetabix. That people yeah. are fucking eating, yeah. but um, no, in America, it is it is a massive industry. Pop tarts are massive. Um. Yeah. I like if it wasn't for gelatin being in Pop Tarts, I would yeah. I'd eat Pop Tarts on the regular right I mean, now. Fruity Pebbles are the Pop-Tarts jam right is, now. Is there a vegan alternative at all? Like no, no, even the fucking organic ones and shit all have gelatin in them. Even without, actually, the, even the, without the frosting, the non frosted ones don't have gelatin in them. The gelatin's in the frosting, but I don't really want to eat a non frosted Pop Tart. Yeah. But what's the fucking point? Dude, cinnamon I'd brown rather sugar. eat the box. Oh, God, the cinnamon brown sugar yeah. Pop Tarts. So Fruity Pebbles so. are vegan. My God. They are. Most cereals are. Accidentally. Cereals are. But yeah. Fruity Pebbles are post, I believe. They are. But that's, um, that's the jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the jam. Fruity Pebbles are fucking delicious, dude. It like, I that get, Captain I get, I, love I eat Crunch. a bowl of Fruity Pebbles and I have like temporary beatus for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it just fucking wrecks me. I'm right. Fruity Pebbles, Cookie Crisp, Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Those are, those are the jams. At some point, honey, honey nut checks, honey nut checks. Oh, I've never had those. You ever had honey nut checks? No, mm. I mean my jam now is O's. Like that's just it. O's uh, checks so in general good. are good. Even yeah, when I was mini a kid, wheat, I just mini like, mini wheats, frosted mini wheats. I just wheats. like plain mm. ass those fucking rice checks. Rice checks are good. Does some sugar in them? Are fucking good. That's because you were on Wick. You know what I mean? You were on the Michigan Wick. Well, no, actually, for you could get honey nut Cheerios, rice checks, like all the all the basic you know basic ass cereals. Once you know I was what, in it's honey bunches of oats now is what you get. Is oh, it? Oh yeah. Well, once yeah. I was in like my freshman year of high school, mom got a job at Kellogg's and she was in the customer relation department where she would get letters of people pissed off because they found a fucking toe in their cereal Ooh. or something. And she would always have to write them back, um, make sure it wasn't something someone could sue them about. And then she would just give them a stack of these fucking wonder coupons that said, any Kellogg item of any size for free. Mm. So, so oh, that's what she, she said before. Yeah, yeah. She just had drawers yeah. of them and she would just come home with a fucking half inch stack of any. So it's just like we ate cereal and pop tarts constantly yeah. because it was free. We were broke as fuck. And Kellogg's was always free. Yeah, they give so you we more, ate a good amount. You, more you know, it's crazy. I'm looking at the wick, which if you don't know what wick is, it's like, what is it? The, uh, kind of like government assistance for like yeah, new parents. Yeah. Um, and it's like you get healthy foods and mm-hmm. it's all post and general meals cereals. Huh. It's like uh, you get Cheerios. Mo- Dude, multi-grain Cheerios are good. It's probably a huge write-off. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it probably is. Yeah, they're all General Mills or Post. So hmm. maybe know. the Kellogg stuff isn't healthy. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> so uh, so the Kelloggs were born to the father, John Preston Kellogg. Um, they had 11 kids. Uh, he had 11 kids with his second wife. He had six kids with his first wife. So he, unlike his crazy son who never had sex, this motherfucker couldn't keep it in his pants. That's because they only had real lambskin condoms. They just had like true. a tied off sausage yeah. intestine. They just had to tie a knot in the end of it. Um, he, had to they use, were, he had to use a uh, buffalo skin condom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were 11th, uh, 11th, uh, 11th day, 7th day Adventists. Mm. That's next level. Um, yeah, 11th, 11th day. Fuck those yeah. seventh I'll day. see you next week. I'm going to church. Yeah. I go, I go to church every other week because I pray so fucking hard. <laughs> I'll see you in a week and a half, bitch. Yeah. I pray so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you for blessing me. <laughs> It's my MC Hammer, bitch. I did not expect you to go hammer on it. Yeah, he hammer. Was time. He was in a commercial. Please hammer, don't time. hurt him. Yeah, <laughs> that's how hard I go good. at church. He still looks good, dude. Does like, he? he was in a commercial yeah. a while back? Yeah. He didn't look that old at all. No, he's not bad. He was a yeah. he, he. He was, was pretty a young, very successful yeah. black pastor for years yeah. after yep. his rap career, yep. right? Man, I would um, I would so go to MC Hammer's church. Oh fuck yeah, dude! That shit would have been off yeah. the chain, dude. Yeah. He'd have been breaking into raps and yeah. song and dancing and shit oh, with the choir. Man. Oh, sick. Um, so Seventh Day Adventist, and there was a big Seventh Day Adventist oh, population in Battle Creek. Um, so he moved there to be around his his own religion. Um, and he opened up a broom factory. Um, so the Kellogg's believed, which is a big belief for a lot of seventh day Adventists, um, that the second coming of Christ was like right around the corner. Uh, so they basically were like, we're not really going to send our kids to school because there's no point. They don't need to learn for their adulthood because they're not going to survive that long. Um, so they were kind of just put to work early. So WK Kellogg was put to work early. Um, at the broom factory, which is probably why he was successful in a cereal factory because he grew up working in a factory, you know, such um, a young age too, man. Those kids just fucking go to school. They're oh yeah. kids and yeah. they're fucking working in factories. Yep. And he was, he sold brooms door to door. He worked in the factory, et cetera. Um, and then, you know, skipping over a lot, his brother, which we'll get to shortly becomes a medical doctor and he takes control of the sanitarium in um, Battle Creek, and when uh, and his brother's older, so his brother has already graduated medical school, takes over the sanitarium. W. K. Kellogg um, uh, goes and works at the sanator- sanitarium for his brother, um, and uh, he's, a, said, he's an asshole brother. It makes him yeah, do bullshit. He would fucking ride his bike around the sanitarium property and make his fucking younger brother sprint after him, taking dictation about fucking letters and notes and shit some weird uh, resentment or something at that point like maybe, why do you be man. a dick like that because it seemed know. like he's so kind-hearted but not to his own and not if you're a different color or female like there's there's or female there, yeah. or kids kind of yeah. you know um well kids he had fucking <laughs> he hated everybody but why is he being resentful yeah but he doesn't fucked up shit to kids yeah um so the thing that put him on the map as far as a company and this is kind of we'll we'll be bouncing around in the timeline here but was cornflakes. So one of the big things that his brother, and I keep forgetting his brother's name. Um, I know. It, it, I was trying to come up with like nicknames to keep it straight of like 
John Harvey Kellogg. So yeah. J.H. Kellogg is the bro- the older brother and the doctor. And uh, one of the Seventh-day Adventists believes that they adhered to was trying to eat a vegetarian diet and big on health. And again, this might just be an American thing. A lot of times if you're in a city in America and there's a big hospital, it's an Adventist hospital, which means it's yeah. run by the Seventh-day Adventists. We have, what, three um, here? Yeah, we have a lot here. I think our biggest hospitals in town are all Actually, Mem- is Memorial an Adventist hospital? I know. Um, I don't know. That's downtown. Yeah, I think I think four four hospitals out of our I mean, five majors, team, six it's, it's majors. Just, I think they all actually physically say Adventist Health now, though. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. because that's who right, runs them. That's all right. Yeah. So, and that's all part of this. So they, were, I mean, they were already experimenting with sanitariums and all that kind of stuff uh, back then, which is what Kellogg took over. But once the Kellogg started to become rich and successful, they were able to spread, you know, and WK just started building legit hospitals while his brother was doing crazy fucking mad scientist experiments at the sanitarium. But um, that that's all that's all part Which of it. It's so, funny because you want to like focus on people's health and help people get healthy and and reform people. But it's like, well, empower yourself to do more. You know what I mean? Like right. get a million dollars. How many clits could he cut with a million dollars? Yeah. He could have done so much more harm with a million dollars. Exactly. He sold dude. that surgery. Yeah. Um, so either way, they were always experimenting with food. Um, and one of the things that they did, so they, they were trying to, they were trying to figure out some way that they could turn corn into a healthy breakfast. And there's a bunch of different stories, all of which I will just fucking gloss over because none of them are. Yeah, everybody wanted credit. Everybody wanted credit. Nobody cares. And all the Kellogg's brothers and sisters wanted credit. But the fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, there was a mistake that someone made. And when they came back in the morning, someone had left this rolled, flattened corn paste out overnight. And they were like, well, fuck it. Let's bake it anyway so we can keep experimenting. And when they baked it, it baked up into distinct crispy flakes. Right. And they were like, oh, fuck. And then they actually told WK, like, you need to figure out what the mistake was and how we got this to happen. And they kind of backtracked it and figured it out. And it seems like some weird who gives a shit invention, but it's like the basic technique of how almost all cereal is made today is based on what they discovered when they made cornflakes. This particular way of letting it dry and then baking it makes it crisp, makes it uh, stay shelf stable longer without putting additives in it, all this different stuff. So they invent this cornflake. And um, I got a bunch of flaky friends. They could have just asked. No, they Those dudes probably yeah. know for sure. Um, so the cornflake is really the first big cereal that's manufactured. And um, they started selling it as granose. Yeah, um, I don't know, like, how, yeah, the, there was something where they had to call it because they couldn't call it granola, even though they, like, invented granola. Someone already had the name granola. But, like, well, let's just go with granos. It's like, well, what the fuck is gran? Like, what is happening? Grain, I think. I, yeah, granos? Cornos would have been better. I don't know. <laughs> Who's eating this? The Avengers? Thanos. Yeah. Yeah, Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> We've defeated granos. <laughs> snap. Um, so, and again, at the beginning, it was it was only being given to patients at the yeah, sanitarium. Yeah, Toucan Sam and Tony the Tiger trying to fight Granos. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get all the infinity grains. That yeah. pop. Infinity <laughs> grains. <laughs> I've got wheat, corn, soy, rice. <laughs> Your number is up. I have to time travel back to when there were still bees. <laughs> to get rye. Mm, yeah, back yeah. before Monsanto. They had to um, go back before to yeah. get the unmodified shit. So, um... They ended up with like a male. So people would come to the sanitarium to become healthy. They would eat this special diet for a while. And then they would start like a mail order business. So you could mail order the cornflakes. 
And then did you uh, see that uh, Matthew Broderick movie? I fucking found it way too late. I was like, God damn it! I saw well, it a long time. Wellville, Wellville yeah, yeah, Road to Wellville. It looked funny, and it it's was like it's a comedy but that it takes showed place in like the it showed like oh, there's those guys in their fucking outdoor sumo diapers, <clears throat> yeah, doing exercise in the yeah. sunlight. Here's the hydrotherapy, right? The hydrotherapy shit was crazy. Did you get into any of that? The hydrotherapy water stuff? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know if it's in my notes, but I read some of it. Fucking, they had like, they're getting sprayed and enemas and 40 baths a day. Like all this fucking crazy crazy shit because he believed in it being clean inside and out. Yeah. Just fucking, it's fucking wild. Right. Yogurt in your butt. So WK Kellogg ended up saying, hey, if we put sugar in this, it's fucking delicious. They're great. (laughs) Exactly. So he puts sugar in it and it like, it literally causes a permanent rift between the two brothers for the rest of their lives because the sugar, sadistic sugar make you jerk off bro yeah the yeah. sadistic kellogg is like we're not in this the for the money sadistic kellogg we're in this for the health and then wk kellogg's like but we could make a fuck we could just print our own money if we fucking put sugar in this shit and they had a rift and uh i think the real rift came when uh will kellogg wk starts selling the um sweetened cornflakes and opens up uh the battle creek toasted cornflake company and within a couple of years he changes it to the kellogg's company and it prevents his brother from being able to market any of his foods as kellogg's and and the thing yeah he's gonna be pissed that's where the rift i think like the actual timeline the way it happened because i watched a couple documentaries on it is basically uh, Kellogg just kept saying that crazy Kellogg kept saying, Oh, we're just going to give it to people in sanitarium. It's a health food, not worried about money, not concerned about the, the cereal industry. Mm-hmm. They let fucking post just post come in there in and, and yeah. there's reports are like, Hey, this post guy is just hanging out and he's like, let him do it. If he figures out how to make it and he learns from it, it's just more healthy food for more people. Right. He'll be able to do it. So he made mm. post them, which yep. was like a coffee substitute with like maple syrup and whatever for people to have coffee. And then he made fucking the post cereal and he was a millionaire and his brother was like, motherfucker, you just let him take that shit. And he's yep. a millionaire and his brother's a business. And he man. built a sanitarium using yeah. the same exact techniques that, and that- then all these people fucking came into to battle Creek and started trying to figure out how to make fucking cereal. So they would hang out outside the post factory. And when the workers would walk out at the end of their shift, they'd be like, Hey, what do you do? And how much do you make? They're like, I make the fucking food. They're like, do you know how to do this? They're like, I'll pay you twice as much as you're making right now. And they just started scalping employees and opening cereal factories. Yeah. And so everyone was making a fucking cereal factory and business fucking Kellogg was like, you motherfucker. Until yeah. finally he opened his own fucking place. Right. So that's what I mean. It boiled up to him trying to get, figure out. His well, brother. but I think that pissed them both off though, because yeah. so is, so WK is pissed off that his brother gave away the fucking recipe and then fucking psycho killer, uh, Kellogg, um, ends up getting pissed off because he's making all this food and his name has been taken from him. Right. So they're both pissed off for totally different reasons, but it just drives a rift a, fucking a, a wedge through them for the, yeah, they got Kowalski, but they hate each other for the rest of their lives. That's um, why. That's why me and Brad got two names, bro. Mm-hmm. Someone tries to buy our names. We just yeah. fucking okay. Let's go back up. to the other one. Yeah. Pull out yeah. your other social. I would just make up new I shit. I need one. I just what's, make uh, up new what's shit. your mom's maiden name? Yeah. <coughs> I'm fucking saying that shit. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead. What's gonna happen? <laughs> fucking people will know a fucking restitution, like, like fucking security <laughs> question on like half the websites in the world. Oh, well, shit. now that you told them that's your security, yeah, question. Oh, that always pops thought. up as everybody's. Nobody if you use that. that, 
I don't know what I fucking do. Now that's uh, not even a question. It's always some weird shit. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Dude, I'll be know. honest. Some of those questions are lax as fuck. It's like, where did you, what city did you graduate high school? Like, yeah. What the fuck? Everybody Everybody knows fucking that. knows that. What kind of question is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or like, what yeah. elementary? I'm like, that's some shit you can fucking probably figure you out too. Google like that school shit. record. Yeah, exactly. Like, Ask a friend. Yeah, get some yeah. weird questions. Look yeah, at you need some questions. weird questions. Yeah. yeah. What's the weirdest place you whacked off? Like, everybody, <laughs> knows, everybody knows that. Church. If they listen to the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, he ends up starting a company, like one of the things, and I, I read this a long time ago, I forget what book it was in, but it was talking about, uh, WK Kellogg and how much he, he was, a he was like for the people. So he was like, he was like one of the first ones. He was like, yeah, unionize. Like, I want you to be protected. Uh, he gave his employees a two day weekend, which no factory workers were doing. Um, he shortened their hours you know from 12-hour workdays to like eight-hour workdays. He did this too, though. He went to when the Great Depression happened. He switched to six-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? So that they could have four six-hour shifts per day so that instead of some people like thriving and some people having no fucking job, way Everybody more, got, he could employ way wage. more people. Yeah. Everybody so got a piece. They worked, yeah. but they worked a little bit less, but more people could actually work. And well, he, he, did all, he was very philanth- philanthropical. Philanth- Philanthropical. Philanthropical. He kind of, he was like a OG, like you look at all these like fucking tech startups and they do all this shit to make it appeal, to make you want to work there and be loyal to the company, which is invaluable. Like if you have a group of employees who love you and love your company and love working there, you don't have to worry about shit. Everybody's, they're going to fucking look for bad shit. They're going to make the highest quality yeah. they can yeah. because they love the They're company and they love what over. they do. They're not just there to get a wage. They like working there. And he really fostered that environment in Kellogg's. And I think it's why he's like the patron saint of Battle Creek because even, and I, again, I know that changed once a lot of the Kellogg factories uh, moved down south. But like when I grew up, like if you were in Battle Creek, you worked at Kellogg's. If you worked at Kellogg's, you were set for life. Right. Like if you worked at Kellogg's, your kids were going to college, you bought a house, you got retirement, Damn. like done. Like you got hired at Kellogg's, you were set for fucking Not life. still that way though. And it was, nah, I mean, it still kind of is. I mean, it's still one of the big economies there. I think the Kellogg Foundation is bigger for Battle Creek than, but at the time, it was the same thing with Post. Uh, General Mills, like all that stuff. If you worked at one of those factories, you were just kind of set. You got a better wage than anybody else, and that still kind of you know thrived there. Um, even even when I was a kid. Um, so Annie became a big uh, philanthropist. WK, uh, he created what he called the Fellowship Corporation, which eventually became the um the Kellogg Foundation, which is one of the I. It might have been the largest corporate foundation in America before the gates stepped up. It was like a fucking big deal. They gave out millions and millions of dollars every year in grants. Um, he, he founded it with his own money. Um, he wanted to, uh, he gave $66 million to start the, the foundation in 1930. Um, and people didn't have $66 million in 1930. Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, he fucking just That's threw, yeah. He's philanthropical, Brad. Uh, yeah. Philanthropical. Yeah. Philanthropical. And uh that's his wrestling. Name. He he helped uh, fund uh Cal Poly um to help spread science and he helped fund the uh, Kellogg College, which is part of Oxford. Um and uh he had a 17 year initiative where he built um hospitals like 
at one point his son uh, was injured and couldn't walk and he couldn't find a good doctor because Battle Creek was still a pretty small town. And he was like, this fucking sucks. I'm rich as fuck and can't find a good doctor for my son. If you weren't rich, you're really fucked. Yeah. So he started building hospitals and creating uh, doctors and nurses in remote little yeah, towns and, and shit. getting public health, organizing public health departments so that they could look out for the populace. Like he did a lot. It's for funny. Health. He ended up being so much more successful at the things his brother was sort of trying <laughs> exactly, to do because he fucking sold the cereal and got <laughs> yeah, the money to do yeah, it. Like you had to exactly. empower himself to do it. Man, there was a funny story. I can't remember which of the brothers it was, but it doesn't really matter. Um, where when uh, Post got rich as fuck, he showed up to some event that like people were all, all the people who are people are at. Mm-hmm. And I guess, um, crazy. It must have been, uh, it must have been crazy fucking Kellogg because R- he wore R-H. like a white, yeah, he wore a white suit, RH negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like fucking <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Yeah. So he looked like Colonel Sanders and they said that he did that because it was a way to, uh, invoke conversation. So someone be like, why are you wearing a white suit or whatever? And he'd be like, you know, fucking if you put water up your butt and like he's just fucking it was a it was an edge into conversation hmm. but they were at this event and post showed up in an all black suit like to fucking oh, be the opposite shit. of him and blew cigar smoke in kellogg's face and was like being a dick and so um i don't that's fuck i don't know why so then i guess like kellogg, that's just battle creek dude like kellogg tried to <laughs> that's just pure battle creek well, check right this, out. this is funny <laughs> kellogg ignored it and as he walked back by um post said dog and then kellogg said yeah, you know what a dog does when it sees a post. And I was like, that's just fucking hilarious. Okay, like, that's pretty good. Yeah, like fucking piss on, <laughs> like a dog pisses on a post. Yeah. It's yeah. like some gentleman fucking back and right, forth. Right, exactly. That's dog. gentleman banter. He's like, well, you know what a dog does when it encounters a post? Oh, <laughs> I say. <Yeah. laughs> good job, exactly. sadist. Um, I hear your sister's loose. <laughs> Whoa, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I fisted her last night. Like, Whoa. God damn. Got a stretched vaginal canal. She's probably masturbating at night. So that's, that's the corporate side of W.K. Kellogg. That's what he does. But meanwhile, his brother. So his brother, um, a little bit older, um, he uh, was... Um, Again, same thing. He didn't really get a chance to go to school because his father pulled all of them out of school because the second coming and it was... just said stretched vaginal canal on the captioning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how the captioning even works. They were asking the it just, group who's, it just who's doing it. I was like, AI hey, is doing it. It's speech to text. But there's jobs yeah. where people are captioning live shows. Yeah. yeah. This is like speech to text. Yeah, who's yeah. paying someone to do that? They have the fucking speech to text works good for the most part. Yeah, yeah, it works pretty well. Yeah, works still, well. it says you're calling wolf fabric. Yeah. yeah. Till, till you try and do like something like but that boo ba boo. See what that says. Yeah. Is there a little, <sighs> a little bit of a delay? But I'm hoping there's a payoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it said boo ba beep Nothing. <clears throat> Oh, no, I got to delay. I missed it somehow. I don't Damn know. it. Oh, you just fucking skipped over you. Yeah, I just didn't do it. Yeah. Um, so he ends up, uh, like I said, this family, the whites that were way more hardcore religious, very deeply involved in the church. Like the Kellogg's were just members of the church, but the whites were like at the top of the church in the area. Um, they had connections with the sanitarium um, before. I mean, when Kellogg was just a kid. Um, but they took him under their wing uh, as mentors um, and 
help to educate him because they weren't being educated by the family or at school. And at 12, um, they hired him to work at their print shop. And all that they did with this sort of Adventist mindset was they printed articles and magazines about health and about nutrition and about how to stay healthy, you know, using. And I mean, it's really like a decent principle. Like the idea is how do you stay healthy how do you become healthy based on diet, exercise, and just daily stuff you can do? Preventative medicine. That wasn't a thing yet. That really no. wasn't a thing. People it's didn't fucking understand. not a thing now. What yeah, are you no talking shit. about? Well, no, we know better. But back <laughs> like then, no they didn't even does, know. They're like, yeah. how come he's fat and I'm skinny? It's because you're <clears> right, a bunch of bullshit right. and you don't move very much. Um, But like the insurance industry, the medical industry, like no one in America does preventative medicine. It's no. all about treatment and pharmaceuticals and but th- this is what they're trying to do. So as he's 12, he's working at a print shop. He's reading all these articles. He's typesetting. He's starting to proofread them. He's getting his own education. And then um, the whites end up taking, I forget how many. It was like six kids or eight kids or something from the area, Kellogg's being one of them. And they sent them to um, a medical school in New Jersey because the idea was they wanted to start like an Adventist health reform starting from Battle Creek, Michigan, and they wanted to send these youngsters out to get medical degrees and all come back to Battle Creek and work at the sanitarium, start, you know, learning more about health, et cetera. So they paid for all this. Um, Otherwise, uh, J.H. Kellogg never would have gone to college, never would have gotten a medical degree, but they sent him there, they encouraged it, and they paid for it, right? Um, So he graduates with a medical degree in 1875. Um, He gets married <clears throat> Which I think 1875, they're pretty loosey goosey with that medical degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't it take all like that. Med long. school, yeah, and, yeah, 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 that wasn't yeah. what it is now. I want to say it was like a year and six months, and then you did like a residency and you were done. Yeah. Like it was just like super, super quick. It was multiple choice. Yeah. You just Band-Aid. need to learn how to use pliers. <laughs> C, Pretty all of much, the above. Yeah. Band-Aid, bandage. Pli- Band-Aid, bandage, <laughs> pliers, bones. And how much, yeah. and how much <laughs> alcohol to give which them. Which tool, which tool would be best for this situation? <laughs> bone saw. Yeah, bone saw. <laughs> well, what about this one? Bone saw. That's a, a bone saw on all of them. Um, so he we gets married. Multiple choice soaking test. We need to do this. <laughs> yes, bone saw yeah. always needs to be an option. <laughs> um, Sometimes it's the right answer. <laughs> Every once on in a while. At least one question it will <laughs> What's be. What's your favorite band? <laughs> bone saw. <laughs> um, who did Peter Piker? Who did Peter Parker fight in the ring as a wrestler in the first Spider-Man movie? Bonesaw? Is, Bone is it really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. You made a right answer. See? <laughs> you got to delete this shit now. I didn't think there was a real use for that. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Civil um, War. Civil War questions. <laughs> yeah. Bonesaw. Um, so, but yeah, they lived in separate bedrooms. They didn't have any biological kids, but they were foster parents to 42 children, and they legally adopted eight of them. She was just banging dudes on the side and probably popping out babies and yeah, adopting yeah, yeah. them later. Oh, another foster. Yeah. Um, so in 1876, he becomes the director of the Western Health Institute. Um, and in 1877, he renames it the Battle Creek Medical Surgical Sanitarium. <laughs> what? They're like, okay, well, he's in charge. Why not? That's a lot of words. And this is the, this is what that, uh, Road to Wellville movie is about is it becomes, um, famous like rich people from all over the world come to the sanitarium to find health right 
Um, and they might have TB. They might have fucking cancer. They might be overweight. They might just be sick. It might just be a fad thing or like a long vacation, uh, mental stress, like whatever. They would come to the sanitarium and they would get exercise. They would eat. So, I mean, on the one hand, there was a bunch of wackadoo treatments that we're going to talk about. But on the other hand, it started to get a reputation that people were healthier when they left because sometimes they would stay there for a month or right. two months or three months. And it's like you're exercising multiple times a day. You're going on multiple. Yeah, you're not doing you're anything eating, else. You're eating super healthy food. Getting enemas. Yeah. So it's like at the end of that time, yeah, you kind of probably fucking feel better. You know, you just had a cleanse, you know. Um, but, uh, so early on it burned down. Um, and the property loss was estimated at 300 to $400,000, which was twice the insured value. So he pulled a 911. Fuck yeah. But he had himself as the director, he had stored up enough money that he was like, well, I can just build a new sanitarium myself and I'm going to make it fucking twice as big and even more grand fireproof and fireproof made out of brick. Like, yeah. yeah, he did. And this, 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 and one other thing that I couldn't quite wrap my head around drives a wedge between him and the Seventh-day Adventist church, and they basically disavow him. Uh, um, he wrote, is it, I don't know if it's this, he wrote something that they were saying was too open to like, like pantheism or something? It was pantheism. Yeah. He believed in a different interpretation of what, like God was everything in the universe or something. It was too open to like, yeah, multiple God, uh, accepting of other gods, of other possibilities Maybe. of gods or something weird yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that. it's pan. But it's, it's yeah, still just pure fucking, I mean, it was still just pure fucking religion. They just were like, quit saying stuff like that. Quit saying stuff like right. that. He kept getting more famous and saying more stuff like that. He's like, I then, built this brick house, bitch. Right. Well, no. And the church was like, we built this place. It burned down. Yeah. We're not building it again. And he right. was like, well, then I'm going to fucking build it. So, it so at that point, they were like, okay, well, fuck off. You're not part of the church anymore. Yeah. Um, Fine. Fine. Yeah, fuck Fine. Off. Go then. Yeah. Go then. I'm gone. So he rebuilds it. Um, himself where it's the, the Kellogg sanitarium. Um, it's, it's fucking huge. It's, uh, it says it's six stories high and I don't think it is, man. I think it's more than that. It's a fucking big ass building. Six stories I think is it's high though. If your city doesn't have buildings like that. No, I think it's bigger than, I mean, even if you look at it, it looks like it's like 10, what's 12 the name, What's the name of the building? It's still there. Um, it's the, if you just look up, uh, the punky Brewster, up, Muhammad Malik Abdul Shabazz Davis Bonesaw Sanitarium <laughs> and Recovery exact, Institute. That's exactly what it's called. Of Battle Creek, Michigan. If you just look up Battle Creek Sanitarium or Battle, Battle Creek Sanitarium. like that's all you need to see, you'll get a picture of it. But it's a whole campus. It's the big brick building, and then there's three wings out behind it. Um, definitely more than six. Yeah, man. Is it looks it? like it. Yeah, that's it. It looks like it's like a good 10 or 12 stories. I mean, that's. One, two, four. Well, actually, let's, let's put counting windows in half. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it. Okay. Um, but he builds it. It costs more than $700,000 at the fucking time. Like, this is in 1903. That's and a the lot. bitch costs $700,000. It's a gorgeous building, though, man. You walk in there, and you're pretty blown away by the architecture. Um I mean, it's, it's a beautiful building when you, when you get inside and my, um, friend, um, that was a weird hesitation. My, my, friend. my friender. Yeah. Oh no. I was thinking, I, I started to say my father uh, cause I was talking about my friend's we'll father. We'll see how the rest of the story goes no, right my, now and we'll decide what your past is with this person. <laughs> my friend, Mike Floyd, 
We used to play D and D, hang out, et cetera. Uh-huh. Um, his fault. dad uh, was in the Air Force, and there were Air Force uh, offices in the federal building. And at one point, we had to go. We were like dropping something off or picking something because we're just fucking stupid ass, fucking Beavis and Butthead high schoolers. Was this built in 1903? Just real quick. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. 16 stories, I think. 16 stories. Okay. That sounds more like it. Maybe that article dropped just a dropped one. a one. Yeah. Uh, so we went in there and his dad met us in the lobby because the entire, it's a fucking federal building. You can't go anywhere. And his dad oh. meets us in the lobby 14 and stories asked us if we wanted to see something, some feature in the building. We were like, yeah. And he walks us there. Um, this is largely his dad's fault as well. His dad was like, okay, so, you know, I'll see you at home, blah, blah, blah. And then he got on an elevator and left and we're like past the first security gate at this point. And <laughs> yeah, Floyd and whoops. I looked at each other and we were like, how far in do you think we can get? Yeah. So we just started to like get as deep into the building as we could until we, until a soldier, <laughs> a soldier <laughs> came and walked us outside and then his dad came out and was very, very upset with us. Like, whoops. <laughs> but, um, should have had a retina scanner. Not yeah, my exactly. Fault. <laughs> yeah. It should, should have been more mission impossible. It was a beautiful building. Um, but yeah, so there they, they promote a vegetarian diet. Um, he was like big on nuts. Yeah, he, he like was. tried to do yeah, all this was. stuff. Like he's, he knew the, the nutrition of it, the alternate health benefits of, of getting protein and all this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it became a destination. So some of the stuff you would get there was uh, hydrotherapy, which was a lot of enemas, crazy baths, um, getting hosed down, waters of different temperature, et cetera. Phototherapy, because he believed that light would cure you, which kind of does because UV radiation will kill germs. And vitamin D. So he built a lot of light booths where you could get like, you know, fucking uh, basically tanning beds ultimately. Um, And he would, you would sit in those for a while. Get the old UV rays. rays. Yeah. Thermotherapy, electrotherapy, you'd get fucking, he was like a big proponent of shock therapy and helped like push the boundaries of that. Um, Diets, uh, uh, cold air cures, uh, physical health training and eugenics. You know, <laughs> so that in the end. <laughs> just throw some eugenics at the end of making a master race. Speaking of him loving nuts, how big are his nuts? He's been fucking never even come in his life. And th- oh, made, dude, they're massive. He yeah. had to jerk he off when he was a teenager. Come on, dude. yeah. Well, yeah. he did have some weird descriptions later. Where, like he did it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, he, he jerked did, off for sure. He probably had sex with his. I weird, think he did it all the time. Man. I, I think part of the sanitarium <laughs> was a giant, elaborate whack. There was hut. like sex rooms, some H.H. Holmes yeah. hidden rooms. Mm-hmm. He he just never, it, probably. You he's one of those guys that just never got caught. You know what I mean? That's why the soldier, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why the soldier came and got you. Right. Did, did you we say he good. invented peanut butter? Uh, yeah, from what I read, everybody said that they they uh, give the credit to uh, George Washington Carver right? because he studied peanuts and advocated how healthy they were. Um, and other people had made nut butters, but he made the first ever Damn. machine that could mass produce peanut butter. And he was the he's like your, he's he like your god. Man. He was like the first god, one to Brent. patent peanut butter. Like he patented the idea of peanut butter. But he would patent all these things, and then immediately let everyone use all of them. He's like, just in case I want to get dickish. And well, start no, taking he them back. he wanted it so that no one else could patent it and control it. Right. He was like, I want everyone to be able to make peanut butter, so I'm going to patent it patent so no one else owns it, yeah. the patent, and then I'm going to patent it and let the patent lapse and let everyone make it. Or he waits until they make a million dollars and gets them. And then yeah, it's the unreal them, yeah. peanut butter engine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so like 
President Taft, Amelia Earhart, Henry Ford, uh, the author George Bernard Shaw, Thomas Edison, Sojourner Truth, the, the Underground Railroad person who lived in Battle Creek, Michigan, all these people spent time at the sanitarium. So it was like a, a destination for rich and famous people to go to, um, for sure. Uh, so one of the things that I saw was, and I'm very curious to try making this is there. I don't know about that. I got to try it, man. I'm so (laughs) curious about this. He invented something that he called a meat alternative that he called nuttos and nuttos is, um, three fourths of a cup of raw peanut butter. So take raw peanuts and grind them into peanut butter. Uh, then you add ground onion, breadcrumbs, uh, oil, salt, some some uh, spices. You mix it with water until it's the consistency of whipping cream. You and say you it right. It's peanut butter, onions, and sage. Don't just say some spices. Well, salt, <clears throat> sage. That sounds like terrible. Salt and, sage. and onions and peanut butter, like. Stay and a, then he would stay a patchy sandwich kind of it's not far off it he would boil it or he would steam it for two and a half hours that's and the then part it would that firm so up gross steaming well, anything well, that's other what than you do, that's what you do with seitan though really with seitan you get like the vital wheat gluten which he actually kind of invented <laughs> well, of course satan. you gotta you gotta steam satan he has to yeah, stay you gotta steam satan. Satan. Yeah, you didn't want to name it that someone else just stole his product and named it satan the spider but, there, but there's a whole lot of fucking cookbooks that start with nuttos and what you do with it to make he's other just recipes. bad with names and like I looked around and I found that recipe and I'm like I I'm like Granos, I, I don't know when I'm gonna do it, but I have to try it I have to try Nuttos is it are you sure by it's the not time nut, you get it to that are you sure it's not Nut OS it might be Nut OS <laughs> that was his operating system <laughs> Nuttos um I, I stubbed but, my, my toast I could see that it would I mean you add the flour you add that peanut butter it's gonna and you stir it well it's gonna start forming yeah it's like peanut protein butter, strands peanut butter squares. Yeah, and then Flour once and you steam butter. it, it's gonna tighten up and for I don't know. Oof. I'm 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 very curious about the flavor. It's gonna very taste very peanutty, I would imagine. Um I figured out how to make flubber on accident yesterday. Oh, did you? I had to put it down the garbage disposal. I was making some oat oatmeal. I got my crazy oatmeal that doesn't mm-hmm. have any fucking chemicals in it. And uh, I put psyllium husk in there. I was like, I'll put that in there. And I Oof. fucking cooked it. No, that turned into the craziest flubber. You could have put it in Stretch Armstrong. That shit was so weird. <laughs> I was like, whoa. That was like a science experiment. Ruined some of my $8 little bag of oatmeal that I yeah. bought. Yeah. So he also made Protos, um, which was the sequel to Nuttos, uh, which was made from a It would cool gluten. if you would just put anus on the end of shit instead of os. <laughs> yeah, anus. Yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> So basically, and uh, he's like, "Hey, Tainous. hey, Bill, you're Tainous. gonna fuck, you're gonna fuck me in my anos, in my no, anos, no, in my, no. no, you're pro, you're, you're putting it in the wrong protein, in. Uh, in my my penos. Yeah. Oh, you gotta take my penos, my grainus, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> proteinus, yeah, and my notanus. Uh, but yeah, so that's so, way better. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bang her in her putanus. <laughs> See, add anus to the end yeah, of anything it makes it work. Gentleman Bronco. Yeah, so. Protos was really the predecessor huh. to Satan, which is a big vegan meat substitute. You brought us some. We ate it. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, so I, he's I like Dave's God and Brent's God. Yeah, so far he's got yeah. us both covered. Yeah, yeah. I'm just um, thankful for the peanut butter machine. I was not yeah. God. I don't know about that. Uh, um, other things modest. that he was right about were he figured out he was one of the first physicians out there to figure out that enhancing 
healthy gut flora was key to your Which, overall health. That's like today. Tech. That is today technology, dude. I, like I saw that and I was like, how? It's, in that's the pretty mind blowing. How in the fuck? No microscope did he do that shit? Like, and what he, was he knew, and out? he knew it was from yogurt. He knew that yogurt had the good bacteria in it, which yeah, is fucking like, true. And he would get people. He kind of went wackadoo about it, and he would he would make you eat a quart of oatmeal, and then he would stick or of of yogurt, yogurt. and then he would stick a quart of yogurt up your ass. It was one pint. You eat half the a pint. pint. Eat half, half the, the pint. You get, you get a water half. enema, a crazy enema with like twenty. It was a bunch. It was a ton of water. Like twenty gallons of water had to run through your butt, and then you ate half the pint of yogurt, and the other half of the pint of yogurt went up your butt. Yeah, fucking butt yogurt. Which, to be honest. Is it probably because I mean people do fecal transplants. Yeah, That's, I thought about it. I yes. totally thought about it. that. Is modern technology? <laughs> it is that dude. right now people do fecal transplants because there's the good flora in the poop, mm. and once you stick it back up there, I mean, it spreads into your system. That's the theory. I don't know what kind of fucking soggy shit. undies you had for a little while while that was going down. You know what I mean? Well, like, they probably did an enema afterwards or something. Probably. No, because the whole point in putting the yogurt was to replace the floor that you just washed out. Oh, they probably had, they probably put a plug up there. You know what I mean? You like, you the bathroom. A colostomy, like yeah. when you do that, like it takes out a bunch of your fucking gut bacteria. Yeah. So it's not really good for you to do it all the time. So then now they have, yeah. You put it, it back takes in. someone else's shit. And I will say this, though, about him. Uh, the other thing is all these like world famous rich ass motherfuckers are showing up. I mean, he made enough money in a handful of years to build a $700,000 sanitarium out of his own fucking pocket. So this place is obviously making a shitload of money, but he also, anyone who wanted to come, he would let come. So if you were poor and couldn't afford it, but you were in bad health, you're just come on to the sanitarium. Like, come on in. We'll, you'll do the same. You'll live yeah. exactly like everybody else here is. No fee. It's covered because rich people are coming and paying a shitload. Aren't the rich so people was, like, what the fuck? No, I don't, no, I don't think, think they care. So. They, they don't know. Rich. They, didn't, they don't yeah, know they nobody's paying. No, yeah. Everybody's um, wearing the same diaper. Yeah. yeah everybody's got the same diaper. <laughs> yeah, I have a nice, they all have a nice all, uh, Sammy robe on. They're all getting their nuts shocked. Like it's all, yeah. it's all the same for all of us. Um, so yeah, he falls apart with the church and, uh, then this kind of gets into some of his interesting philosophy. So masturbation was a big thing for him. And, uh, he called it the solitary vice. Um, and, uh, <laughs> he said that the solitary vice caused cancer of the womb, urinary diseases, nocturnal emissions, impotence, epilepsy, insanity, Mental and physical debility and dimness of vision. I don't know how it's causing nocturnal emissions. Like <laughs> that's because you're, you're, you're farting in bed. You're, you're farting in bed. Loosey goosey. Yeah, you're farting in bed. Um, nocturnal so emissions. <laughs> he called it self abuse, um, and uh, he said one of his right. And there's tons of like medical articles that he wrote that fucking says all of this shit. You know, it's all written by him. Um, he said that sex, uh, quote, sex is accompanied by a peculiar nervous spasm, one of the more exhausting to the system than any other. See, he's done it once. Yeah. So the he orgasm. Got sleepy after. He got done and he got sleepy. Yeah, that's he was what's like, happening. Oh, I say. Yeah. And he said um, serious exhaustion of nervous energy. Like, that's the fucking point, Mr. Kellogg. Get rid of your right, nervous exactly, energy. Exactly, dude. I'm fucking stressed <laughs> yeah, as fuck. Get yeah. this shit out of me. Yeah. So that's why you have fucking serious like energy. You need to get it out of you. You got to get it out of your system. Uptight. Exactly, dude. And here's how you knew if your child was taking place in the secret vice. Um, bedwetting. So if your kid wet the bed, they were masturbating. You must be jerking off. Uh, changes in behavior. 
insomnia, trouble in school, lying, bashfulness, hmm. boldness, two complete opposites of each other, but they're both an indication of the same thing. You're so being you're too bashful. bashful. Whoa, you're being you're too being, bold. You're being too bold. You're masturbating either way. Uh, fearfulness, vaginal discharge, stretched vaginal cavity, <laughs> seductive behavior in little girls. Okay, I got a problem with that one. Like, it's like, oh, huh. they're bashful. I can tell Susie's bashful. And then it's like, oh, stretched vaginal cavity. <laughs> well, he told, we need to inspect. He told parents to inspect. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. That's way worse. And he told he told them to wait until they it was bedtime and they'd been in bed for like 30 minutes and to just sneak take in a light and barge into the room uh, suddenly. It's getting borderline child molestation here. And see if they have uh, a boner or see if they're wet. If they're moist. Uh, if they're moist. Now, by the way, <laughs> modern medicine and psychology almost word for word identifies all the things that he identified as a sign of masturbation as signs of uh, a child who's been sexually abused. So yeah, probably what happened is he say. examined children that had behavioral problems, right. blamed it on masturbation, but and they had really a history sexual of sexual abuse. abuse. Yeah. Because how else is he doing that? And like a stretch, va- what are, that girl is not fucking in the no. produce section. No. She's fucking 12. She's she's doing the DJ. She didn't get on fucking Amazon and buy a black mamba that her fucking parents <laughs> no. didn't know about. Like, yeah. Have you seen the rolling pin? No. <laughs> I was just making bread dough with it last night. <laughs> it seems to be moist. Yeah. Where um, are the cucumbers? I, I love so, the sneak in on them and pull the blanket back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it said under another pretense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, look, a squirrel. Like, <laughs> I'm just in here looking for my book. Thought I left my glasses under Boner. your book. Boner. Yeah. <laughs> Boner, I say. Bone saw. <laughs> back to the bone saw. Um. So, like he, I mean, he was so weird about it that he said of a two-year-old child in a bath who touched their own testicles that that was the beginning of masturbation. Mm. That was masturbation to him. I feel like something must have happened to him. Yeah, yeah something, something definitely happened to him. I think the whites did some shit to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he, I think he was molested first. For sure, go grab me one of your dad's broomsticks. Yeah, exactly. We got plenty <laughs> of issues for him. Yeah, it really sounds like um, he was molested. Yeah, this yeah. guy, had, this guy had some issues. Um, so. Some of his techniques to stop masturbation. I bet you. I wonder. I wonder if somebody did it to him, like saying, "Like, oh, we're trying to make sure you're not doing that." And then they're like inspecting him, but it was really show me your dick. He was getting he was getting molested and and didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah. Um. So he would give. Met, he had himself circumcised at 37. He circumcised himself. Circumcel- wow. Right. Circumcised himself at 37. With his teeth. That's he impressive. Would, yeah. <laughs> he would take teens, you know, children and teens who were just starting to masturbate, just starting to to get erections, you know, based on sexual desire, et cetera. And he would advocate and he would do the surgeries. It was a, the sanitarium also had surgical wings just for things like this. And he would give circumcisions to to grown to either children or grown grown men with no painkiller, and um, insist they don't get any painkillers thereafter, and re- and make sure that they know that this pain is punishment because of your sexual desires and masturbation. That's some 
serious fucking shit. I, what I'm saying is like a baby gets away with circumcision because they can't move around that much. They can right. kick their legs a bit. Right. But a gr- you put a fucking like razor blade on my dick and cut my dick skin. I don't know. You can stand fucking still. There's involuntary reaction. I feel like everyone's having some mishaps. I'm sure they had some crazy fucking 1903 brutal fucking strap down evil oh, tables. I'm sure there was so a, much there was a, <laughs> there was a machine. <laughs> there was a machine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he had a little tool. Yeah, he had a little tool. Yeah, the, the Penalator 2000. It just goes over the head and then yeah. tightens blades down yeah. and you just kind of twist it around. And well, it probably, like, medical- it probably shrinks down and gets tight and then sucks up so the skin goes up and then something oh. just oh. <laughs> oh. Coming off. I had to close my eyes just now to try to not hear that. I think he strapped your ass down and got a fucking pair of forceps and just fucking did it. Scissored away. Yeah. He had some some school scissors. Yep. Like, what Um, if he got the little zigzag scissors, you know, for like. Oh, no. You got got a Charlie Brown penis for the rest of your life. You got crafty. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he went to Hobby Lobby before he he did it. Like, he got the little swirly, you know, they have the different borders for uh, scrapbooking, you know. He's got scrapbooking scissors. Yeah, he has the whole set from Amazon. Yeah. You got to pick. Like, what do you want? Ooh. Yeah. mm. Oh, can I get the hearts? can I get the fresh mown grass? I like to look at that. I think if you just yeah. did the bowl cut, fresh we only like half grass. circumcised you and left the little fucking cat part. Uh, you know what I mean? Like a Darth so Vader hat? Like, had a Beatles haircut <laughs> on your dick? Yeah, a Darth Vader hood. Yeah. <laughs> it's longer on one side. A little bit, yeah. Hey, you, you got a mullet there, buddy. It's he in said, style. Uh, Ooh, if you only <laughs> fucking left a flap of skin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll this stop you. Man, this is awesome. I got to have another kid. So he said in one of his medical writings, quote, the operation should be performed by a surgeon without administering an anesthetic as the brief pain attending the operation will have a salutary effect upon the mind, especially if it be connected with the idea of punishment, as it may well be in some cases, the soreness which continues for several weeks interrupts the practice of masturbation. And if it had not previously become too firmly fixed, it may be forgotten and not resumed. So if your teenage boy is masturbating, let's just cut, let's just mutilate his dick with no painkiller yeah. so he doesn't masturbate anymore. And that we're just getting started, folks. That's just fucking phase one. Yeah, because at of least how for a boy like you're circumcised. You right. can still do you still it. Got a, you still you got still full do functionality. Um, he advocated crotch cages, and you can find photos of them. They're really something. Hey, man, you guys going down to the dome tonight? Fucking heard bone song crotch cage playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bands, dude. Yeah. He had crotch cages. Crotch cages over um, bone saw. And uh, he would have children, uh, like, par- like as soon as it was bedtime, you would lock your child in a crotch cage and put them to bed so they couldn't uh, uh, How masturbate does that work? or touch themselves. It's like strapped like a belt. Yeah, like it's a, like a full on. It's got it's got like a it's a like metal, hockey equipment. It's got a metal pocket for your uh, yeah. for your external pocket bits. for your cocket. Yeah, you lock Cock it on. Pocket. <laughs> that was the original name. Yeah. That's what his brother wanted to call it, but he was too commercial. Cock pocket. Um, if your child penis if, pants, he advocated. I mean, we're talking young fucking children here, like children who are too young to masturbate or know what sex is. He said that if you found that when they slept, their hands drifted towards their their uh, crotch, that that was a bad sign. Dude, for the little future. boys are just pulling yeah, on that. Exactly, shit, dude. dude. The little boys are pulling on that. Has wiener nothing constantly. to do with fucking sex, yeah. dude. So he, what he did was he, he had a whole boys. fucking grown yeah, ass man. He had a whole diagram <laughs> of it. Just trying to make it longer, Brad. 
No, he's, just, he, just everything's in the way. You need to get true. it removed. He said you had to <laughs> you had to it. advocate your children to sleep in the fetal position so that they were bent over their own crotch, right? So they couldn't touch themselves. And if they kept touching themselves um, at night, he had a whole way to show you to tie your child up <laughs> the bed when they slept, tied to the wall, so that they had to sleep on on in a certain way where they couldn't touch their genitals. We're fucking little children. This How is like some. This is like some ruined, Catholic, dude. Catholic Church fucking like fucking seventeen hundreds castle times shit. Like, yeah, it's he said fucking the discomfort will urge them back on their sides where their genitals are less likely to be stimulated. Huh. I mean, um, I have woke up with some morning wood where I was like, if I just laid the other way, I'd be fine. Yeah, I'd be yeah. fine. And this is this now is I'm, the I'm brother or this is the brother or KW. Is this the main Kellogg? This is the crazy no, this is this is the the doctor. doctor. The this brother. Is okay. Yeah, so I, yeah, I just want to get that straight, you know, because I'm getting mixed up, like, thinking this it's Kellogg's. This is not the cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not cereal, yeah. It was cereal, but only for sanitarian yeah. people. There was yeah. one case that he wrote about in the medical literature where a father came to him because his daughter wouldn't stop masturbating and brought her to the sanitarium, and uh, Kellogg cut off her clitoris and her labia minora and never did a follow up or checked on the girl again. I mean, this is like yeah, now we're getting into now we're getting into some fucking Joseph Mengele's shit. Well, how's this? You know I mean, here's <laughs> this. Here's another treatment. If <laughs> here's daughter, another one. If your daughter won't stop masturbating treatment, the application of blisters through carbolic acid and other irritants oh, yeah. to the sensitive parts yeah. of the sexual organs. <sighs> The removal of the clitoris and nymphamia, which is the la- the labia minora, are hey, the most Bill proper Gates, calm down. Jesus so Christ. Cut off, cut off parts of their genitalia or burn their crotch with acid mm. until there are so many sores that's the, that that's they no the DIY. longer want to masturbate. Yeah, that's the DIY yeah, that's method. The DIY. If you didn't want to bring that's them in. That's the do it at home. Yeah. <laughs> this You're is on the, the, on the shelf. You can't get to Battle yeah. Creek. Yeah. Yeah. This is right off that's, the shelf. You can go get some permanent. acid. Like, like guys could have still got down with a circumcision, right? But those girls are done. Yeah, they're wrecked. Oof. Yeah. Um, and he also, uh, um, there was one case, Man, and I I saw a nuts. mention of it, but I couldn't find the exact quote. This shit took a dark one, ass turn from fucking yeah, good cereal to fucking yeah, some acid on I'm your saying, genitals. Like, oh that's my what I'm god! Saying. Growing up in Battle Creek, you never heard any of this shit. Oh my god! Um, the. Uh, <clears throat> At, some, and I could some clear history. I couldn't yeah. find the the him <laughs> saying this, but one article that I read said that in one, at least in one case, he probably did this several times. He inserted some kind of a medical rod under the skin of the penis so that getting erect <sighs> caused pain and that you would instantly no longer become erect or oof. or masturbate. Maybe like the curve, it wouldn't curve. So Maybe. Um, and he was a racist. He was a eugenicist. He founded a group called the Race Betterment Foundation, which attempted to keep races separated so that race didn't disintegrate. Um, so he wanted the white race to be pure. He didn't want, um, although to be fair, the article that I read that talked about it more didn't, didn't specifically say that he wanted the white race to stay pure at this one article almost made it sound that he wanted every race 
to, to stay, stay purely pure. what like it you was. stay to your own race like he didn't want any of the races commingling yeah it didn't seem like because i know i like uh, i saw in your notes that he had a black uh foster he child. had several black foster children and it's like i mean is that is that and he would treat he would like, treat all sorts of children at the sanitarium he didn't, well, that's he didn't what I'm saying. yeah so I it doesn't like, that that's not he's not racist he's like he was a, a eugenicist yeah a i guess that is. He, want, he was yeah, a purist. purist he wanted yeah. he wanted techniques that made the race more pure yeah which you hear that and you immediately go to not Nazism, white supremacy, etc. But that's not really very well might have been. He doesn't. But he doesn't. He's not hating on the other races. He's not saying that they need to be annihilated or wiped out. And maybe, he just wants to keep it pure. Like I said, maybe. the one article. Yeah, you're that saying I read, the one article. Yeah, yeah, right. The one article Kinda I read sense, said though. that he just wanted race. I mean, he's fucking crazy. Like, he's, he's fucking crazy. Crazy dude. Like fucking. He's like, fucking. He's crazy. fucking I was trying if, to think if he would have fought with the Nazis, like he definitely would have been in one of the fucking. Auschwitz, you know, cutting up yeah, twins. Yeah, doing some shit. Oh, yeah, you know? he would have been experimenting, yeah. But I was thinking about, like, yeah. dog breeding. It's like some person's like, I love Great Danes. The Great Danes, like, oh, the bloodline, like, they're thinking about bloodline and purity and the breed of this dog, mm. and that eventually, if everyone was just willy-nilly and let all the dogs fuck each other, they would all just be bingy. You know what right. I mean? They would just all be right. fucking mutts. Yeah. And so he's thinking, like, I want there to be border collies. I want there to be Yeah, maybe. Jack like, Russell. Like, best case scenario, yeah, he's like, just Preserve like, the Asian culture and right, the heritage exactly, right. and the lineage and that's and the like, best case. That scenario. would go away and you would lose it. Right. You know what I mean? That's all I can think is a thought process, maybe. Right. So maybe he wasn't. Or racist, he was just a but, fucking eugenicist, white supremacist, which is the era. Yeah. Like sure. that's it's the, the right era where, where that was that was all uh popping up. But, but you would think he would not be adopting yeah. uh black children. You would think so. That's yeah. that's the unless he was mean the to them. <laughs> yeah. Like, go clean Timmy's room. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Unless you know? he burned off their clit and you Yeah, know, exactly. Like was doing experiments. God, so four man. years after he rebuilt the sanitarium, um, the Great Depression hit, and no one could afford to go to the sanitarium anymore. Um, so four years after he spent $700,000 building it, it pretty much had to mm. shut its doors. Yeah. Um, and in World War II, <clears throat> um, it became a pretty big uh, m- uh, military hospital. Like, it was a big deal, hot shit medical uh, military hospital People from all over were sent there. Well, yeah, to make sure the soldiers weren't uh, masturbating. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had nothing to do with it at that point. The government (laughs) just bought it um, it and turned it and took it over. Um, So they had it was a military hospital during World War II. Then it shut back down. Um, It became and I mean it was like thousands of soldiers would go through there every single month when they would get too injured uh, overseas. They'd have to be flown back to America. That became like a big hot shit hospital, Um, and. then it shut down. Then during World War or during Korea, it opened back up again as a military hospital for the same reason. Um, and I think it just shut back down from then. Um, and it's not in the best neighborhood. At least when I was there, it wasn't the best neighborhood of Battle Creek. It was just outside of downtown. It was kind of a, a bad neighborhood. Um, and it was kind of shut down until the 80s. And the government still owned the building. And that's when they turned it into a federal center. Um and like I said, there was the other thing that was another big, huge, nice building that everyone called the San, which was another sanitarium. And the only thing I can figure is that must have been posts sanitarium um, that was turned into like the like if you, you know, if you had suicidal ideations or whatever, that's where you would go to be right. locked up for observation. 
you know, things like that. So that was what the other sanitarium was, but the but the Kellogg Not, sanitarium. Nothing a, a bowl of Elijah's manna won't cure. <laughs> <That's a fucking laughs> that was the name. Some granos. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Like the fucking how religion mingled so much yeah. with shit. Elijah's Because that's manna. no, that's that makes a lot more sense than Mr. T cereal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's just like, let's see three POs. The you Lord's know. delight. Yeah. Nice yeah. bowl of Lord's delight. So yeah, the, jumping Jack Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm that is fucking fire. Yeah. yeah, that'll be that'll be one of the brands of whiskey. <laughs> nah, post toasty's double crisp. Yeah, Just no, that'll that'll be one yeah. of our whiskey variations. Jumping Jack sh- Jesus, sugar demons. Yeah, <laughs> those are good sugar period. demons. <laughs> <laughs> Seven blessings <laughs> with toasted almonds. Yeah. See, <laughs> so that's the Kellogg's man. Quite a fucking family. Um, and cinnamon, if it wasn't cinnamon confessions, if it wasn't for the, for the Great Depression, <laughs> That's pretty good. Lord knows what he would have fucking done. Lord, you say cheerio, yeah. my lord. Those are the <laughs> best. Yeah, here we go. There's a hundred. We could go all day with fucking yeah, serial could. names. Yeah. Oh man, I don't have any. You got nothing? No, I'm trying to think. There's nothing. Come on. Uh-uh. You got one, Brad. Religious I cereal. Some. I know you do. Hmm. I got nothing. Nothing. Nothing, huh? Nothing. Like my oh, mind wow. is literally drawing a blank. <laughs> All right. On that note, social media winner six. Oh, that's a good way to Larry get him to end. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a spe- this is one right here. Stay puff marshmallow man. <laughs> that's not even religious. Oh god damn it! I, <laughs> Dang, I thought I, I had was it. trying to not think of anything, and that popped into my. <laughs> oh, head. I see what happened there. Um, now this could be a cereal. Filthy smut and free speech. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great series larry flint flakes yeah <laughs> it's just like little fucking like it's little li- little dongs. vaginas yeah, yeah little well, if it's larry dicks. flint you just have to call it the dick and chicken and you're covered i don't know larry flint flakes sounds pretty that is good. pretty good a ring to it um chris pierre jackson chris pierre jackson the pragmatic Miss, machinist Miss jackson if you're nasty i know pragmatic machinist but i didn't realize he had such a fucking an elegant pierre uh-huh. chris yeah. pierre jackson so he's gonna win a sticker pack from printer cheap uh for interacting on instagram that motherfucker does he is the first he's the he's the new jake blair he fucking he, that, that fool yeah, jake, Bear, like, jake blair fell quick. off yeah, yeah where was shit. that Ding ding ding! Our phones just yeah, up. Whoa! How did he do that? <sighs> you got like a fucking detector, yeah. Somehow, but yeah. Thank you to Chris Jackson, the pragmatic machinist, um, for interacting on Instagram. We're gonna send you a sticker pack uh, from Printer Cheap. Uh, thank you to Fr- Frankie Pigeons for corresponding and making that happen for us. Um, also, we every, every time we've ever mentioned him, I've said Chris Jackson. If you're nasty, you have. Yeah. Anyone named Jackson's getting that, especially Chris Jackson. It yeah. sounds exactly like Miss Jackson. Yeah. You're covered. And there's one letter different. Yep. Yeah. But uh, well, maybe a couple letters there. One now, that I, now I started spelling. One phoneme. Yeah. One <clears throat> one phonetic. Yeah. That's our our quartet name. If we mm-hmm. get an extra person. One phonetic. Yeah. Hmm. Mm, but. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was I on? Social media winner. We are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com and check out cool podcasts like Hillbilly Horror Stories. That one's super fucking popular. People love that shit. Go check it out. Um, also, check out At Least There's Coffee uh, with Patty and Alex. And Dave, going to do some guest spot on that pretty quick here. Tomorrow we're yeah, recording tomorrow. it. I don't know when it'll drop. So if you haven't listened, you can start on that one, and maybe it'll get you hooked to go binge the rest of those. Um, go check them out. Also, thank you to El Yucateco. Um, go to com and you can get hot sauce there. 
have an exclusive sticker coming out that you'll only be able to get from them with purchase using our code. So that will be soon. Um, if you like hot sauce and you think you have a favorite and you haven't tried Teco yet, you should definitely give it a try. I say go with triple X. Um, there are seven varieties in their line. Um, all of them delicious. Uh, I got friends that love jalapeno. Dave's about the black still. I think I think Brad likes the black. Mm-hmm. I'm triple X. Ran I love out the, triple red, X. Uh, the red on popcorn is my jam though. I've been killing Caribbean lately. <laughs> I know I used to put green on fucking sandwiches, breakfast burritos. Like green's good on breakfast. I might do sure. Caribbean on my popcorn tonight. I don't know fucking if I'm done Caribbean's that. fucking good, dude. Yeah. I hadn't had the fucking the orange as some people call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that shit is fucking delicious. Triple X is still my girl, but. I got to get fucking the Caribbean when I'm out is second for sure. Yeah. And black, I like, I, it's like I add it to stuff. It's, it's smoky as fuck. It's good though. I love it. So if you haven't tried it, go try it. Um, if you see it in the wild, take a picture, tag us, tag them. We give away prizes every week from social media when we find that stuff and see your pictures. Um, and El Yucateco loves it. If you're outside the United States, you can get it at mexgrocer.co.uk. Um, or there's a lot of people, man. Like if you look in the group, if you're not in the Facebook group, um, go find it and join it because there's a bunch of people from all over the world. And I know there's people in Australia and the United Kingdom and, and everywhere send that, each have, other sauce that send and, it, but have yeah. found it too. They're like, yeah. Oh, it's at this store that you right. guys yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this yeah. chain of stores has it or this specialty store that sells like American goods has it or something. Or this so, website that's only in this country yeah, has distribution. It, you, know, you can yeah. get a couple flavors or something. So it's definitely worth a try. Definitely check it out. And whenever and, you scramble for breakfast, you should put black in it. I think so. Whether it's eggs, like green, whether it's man. tofu, whether it's whatever, like that black is just so good with like a breakfast mm-hmm. item. Dude, green on breakfast is fucking where it's at. I'm hungry as fuck right now. <laughs> I'm so I'm hungry too. Yeah, that, having the bowl of cabbage I ate for lunch didn't didn't hold very long. Well, what I'm gonna fucking eat, but something. Bowl um, of so three cabbage leaves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, with Satan. <laughs> Dude, I've been like accidentally vegan so many times this fucking week. Just the noodles is what ends up getting me usually. Yeah. Because egg noodles are good. I keep fucking up like rice noodles and wheat noodles. I don't know what I'm doing. Overboiling them or something fucking weird. Because they suck. No, man. Fucking people don't know. Like I'm telling you, I'm I'm just trying to be vegetarian. And accidentally, I'm like, this is vegan. I just realized this is vegan. There's delicious fucking options out there. There You can fucking do it. Um, so check out, you can take, also check out print dirt cheap, go to print dirt cheap.com. You can order stickers and printed goods, uh, code sofa King podcast will save you some money. So go over and use that. Also check out two day banners. That's the number two and then daybanners.com. Also, you can use code sofa King podcast there currently. Um, in the future, we're going to have a link on the website that we can just update the code on the regular. And anytime you want to do it, you just go click on the link and get that code. But, um, if you're looking to do something for your business, uh, two day banners, Obviously, we'll get you a banner in two days, apparently. That's an option. There's probably slower delivery times. But you can make anything on a giant fucking banner, pretty much. So, big old garage cock. I still think that that fucking uh, garage idea you had with the garage being emptied out or burned yeah, out. Yeah, I say we find a high-def picture and we order one of those and give it away. Put it like, on the yeah, garage get like door. Yeah, get like a regular garage dimension and figure out what the average garage is and then fucking get it like super yeah. high-def and do it. That'd be fucking That'd hilarious. That'd be awesome. And they just mail it to the next person. We'll have it go like around the yeah. fucking skull. So you do it, take a picture, scare your wife. Next person, mail it off, scare their husband. Just yeah. have it fucking float around. Because for country. half a second, you're going to pull up on that shit and be like, oh, fuck, what just happened? I say Gary, we photoshopped yeah. Gary Coleman in the corner, just like standing in the fucking corner of the oh, garage. I like yeah, I like it. Uh, so check out Two Day Banners. Also check out Jimmy D's Tees um, across social media and check out JimmyD'sTees.com. 
Um, you can buy all kinds of super cool shirts and koozies and all kinds of stuff over there. And if you need something made, he does silk screening and he does a great job. Um, actually, he just shipped um, our refill order right now. So we'll be all stocked up on shirts and Patreon shirts. Um, if you are one of the people waiting for a size, uh, those are on their way from Michigan right now. So they will be here soon and I will get it shipped out. What else I got? Check out uh, SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. Use code SofaKing to save some money over there. Lots of cool stuff. And check out Retro Vague. Use code 80s Kid to save some money. I think I got everything on my list. That's it. Mm-hmm. We have a scope yeah, member. I do, I do wanna, real oh, quick, yeah, I just want to shout go, out Mindframe one more time. Um, I always whore myself on Mindframe anyway, or I don't always, but I do often. Right now, I'm just doubling down on a push for Australian downloads. We're number mm. six in sci-fi in Australia, and God damn it, I want to be in the top five. I'm going to start checking every day. I'll update so you guys. Start, if you guys move at a spot, we'll check it. Start downloading some mind frame in Australia. Uh, let us uh, get up to number five. Then we can boast that we're a top five sci-fi podcast. Shoot for number one. We'll settle for number five, I guess. Yeah, number one, it may, I'd fucking dance for joy, but number five, I'd be very happy. We were number one five. in Hong Kong for like two Forever, weeks. I yeah. don't know what the fuck weird. was up with that. Yeah. They just don't listen to sci-fi podcasts probably. I guess, yeah. That was weird. Okay. Your turn, Brad. Uh, School member of the month, Alan Mills. Is that right? Yeah. So Alan Mills is a a truck driver, and uh, he sent me a picture, which I can't can't show everybody, but it was his latest lot lizard that he picked up. Rough. Mm. He's a collector. Yeah. Collects lot. Was he clean shaven? That's what I want to know. Was it? Oh no, the lot lizard. Yeah. Oh, was he clean shaven? Oh, it was yeah, a male yeah. one. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I couldn't tell. Saw the picture. I couldn't tell. It's I, questionable. I, I mean, it's hard. Some to of say. the old, some of the old ladies look like old men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. So it's yeah. hard to tell. If you have really, a beard, you know, beard and a mini skirt. Yeah, it's, you know, it's hard yeah, to say. Get mixed so, yeah. Who yeah. Knows? yeah. Who knows? It was really thin beard too, so it's like yeah. it's really hard to tell. But uh, apparently, uh, he loves, you know, giving him the Kellogg special. He called it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah yeah he eats eats cereal out of their ass he hasn't been over Ooh. his his armchair Ooh. on his seat and uh, that's what he does i don't know what's I mean, his what's his go-to cereal <laughs> uh pops cocoa puffs <laughs> <laughs> cocoa puffs <laughs> <laughs> count chocolate <laughs> count chocolate yeah yeah so, so the art of yeah. summary says that if we're going to summarize what we just said we would say we really appreciate him as Sculpt Member of the Month, and he likes a chocolatey cereal. Yeah, yes. that's what I got from it. That's right. That's all we're getting. Out and of. Alan right. Mills around truck stops, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, more to come on him. Uh, literally. Lots more to come on him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many truck stops he goes to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a good time. Good time. So, uh, thank you, Alan. We appreciate it. I appreciate your... Um, enthusiasm for the show and uh, we're going to show you uh, our love for you over the next coming weeks. Hope you appreciate it. Uh, If you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast and uh, personal Instagrams. I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also check out Ellie Kateko underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Tees, and Podbelly. And uh, if nobody else has anything to say, Don't be retarded.